Hello, and welcome to this episode of Hammering Down. I'm your host, Kaylor Hodges, and I'm hoping you're having a wonderful day. Um, this is going to be a episode that is kind of just talking about Legion and some roster holes that are kind of around. And we kind of know the obvious ones, but I still want to just kind of talk through them because we're about a week and a half from the friendly against the Atlanta United 2. Atlanta United, not two, hopefully not two. Um, <laughs> and the open, the open trial, not trial, I'm so sorry, the open training that is happening right now, or that's going to be happening on Saturday. Hopefully I'll be at the, uh, the friendly, I'm not sure yet. I have like band director things I have to do on Saturday, which, you know, it's, it's, it's fine. Um, <laughs> Um, hopefully I'll be there, but we are getting to the point where we are about to have players coming back. We're about to have players here and we're going to be getting a whole bunch of news on roster stuff. And to kind of get ahead of it, I want to just sort of talk about players I would like to see, maybe not even necessarily these certain players, but, um, these or like these kind of players, for example, Last year, I had highlighted a player uh, that was at one knots. Um, he got drafted, um, and I was like, this is a guy that if he doesn't sign, I would love Legion to go after. That guy, if you haven't heard me kind of toot my own horn a little bit, was someone named Moses Mensa. Uh, and he was drafted and didn't sign, and we got him. A guy that's like that, and I just kind of want to give an example here, is uh, Jose uh, uh, Kijima. He is he was a midfield like wingback player who could play on the right hand side. He could play in the midfield. He was a really really good right wingback, and he played for and down in Sarasota. Uh, whenever he was uh, playing in USL League Two. He is a really, really good player, and as far as I can tell, he has not signed. He is a, one of those kind of right-back prospects that it's a different kind of game, but he has the level of uh, like top-end talent to be in MLS a la Johnny Dean. Different kind of player, but still a right-back, and I feel like that's the kind of thing that you're looking at. I think at this level, I think that, uh, I think that uh, Kojima is a better passer than Johnny was at the time, but that's that you're kind of getting the point, what I'm saying here. Um, these are the kind of players that I'm looking at. These are the guys that I'm saying that maybe we should start looking for. And I want to go ahead and just kind of drop one in. That was not uh, the Jose Kojima. And this is a guy you might have heard of, Albert Dequa. Um... He have just announced that he is not coming back to Pittsburgh Riverhounds. The 20-plus goal player with zero assists, absolute just like uh, Carmelo Anthony vibes from him. <laughs> um, it, it's pretty apparent that Pittsburgh sort of got priced out. Now, whether uh, Dequa is going to be USL, MLS, or even going over to Europe is yet to be seen. He has a lot of open, um, 
he has a lot of open people or like a lot of open contracts out there. So keep that in mind. If we don't get him, hey, guess what? Tabor and Tekka Preston is really good at the striking thing. We saw that in the playoffs. I really, really like Tabor and Tekka Preston, by the way. So I don't really think striker is our biggest issue. Um, I am really, really excited to see who, what are, you know, several trialists we're going to have, but the one that made it through open tryouts was, um, it was Seth Davis. Seth Davis is a Hoover Academy product. He went through the open trials. He was at Southern Indiana and was a really good player. And if I were to describe Seth Davis, it would be a much less refined Gabriel Alves. He's super technical player. He can beat one or two players on the dribble and, you know, can likes to beat a man and put in a cross. Very much like what we saw at Gabriel. That said, his technical ability and his dribbling is not as uh, defined or as refined as Gabriel Alves. His big thing is I'm just going to hit the ball kind of with a heavy touch and beat you and because he's wicked fast, wicked fast. And I think that's more of kind of what we saw early years, Johnny Dean. Again, not everybody can be compared to Johnny Dean. I get it. But the kind of left back uh, talent, he, there's a lot there. He looks like he was built to be in a Tommy Sohn system. So let's kind of go through some other players here. Because let's, let's be real here. There's a lot of really good players out there. The number one that I think could fix a lot of issues, and there are rumors that he's already signed, but I want to throw it out there. Mark Navarro, uh, he was with El Paso last year, and he was frankly too good for the league. <laughs> I I kind of hate to say it, but it's true. He was so good, and El Paso didn't bring him back. He was a guy that spent a lot of time over in Europe. He was at Watford. He was in he got he got playing time at Watford, by the way. Not just like he was there, like he played. Um and he he's a really good player that injuries just kind of got in the way. But when he played you could tell he was better than everybody else. He plays kind of a center back role for them, but he could also easily be a right back. He has right back uh talent and it's one of those things that I'm really excited to see where he goes I think he would fit in perfectly in Birmingham assuming he hasn't already saw and said contract um we got a couple of others and I and I'm really made a big point of right back because guess what we don't have a right back um Ferreti uh, Sousa is a guy that I really like the look of uh, Sousa was, uh, he was over at, uh, Sacramento last year and just really nice player to watch. He was just instrumental in how he played. Now, unfortunately for him in front of him, he was kind of blocked by, uh, Jack Gurr who was my personal MVP for 
um, the league last year. The 33-year-old, though, he he got just a little bit of playing time, but I, I liked it. I liked what he did. He was a guy that I think could really have some impact here. He could play wing back. He can play your true right back. He's really versatile. And even if he comes here as just a sub piece, he is just here to be the backup right back to whomever we sign. I like that role for him. Yes, he's 33 years old. I know we want to be on the youth movement, but you also have to have reliable players playing for you. Um, so Faraday Sousa, again, he's one to look at, a right-back player uh, who was once with Sacramento Republic. Another one, assuming that he has not been signed yet, um, is uh, Curtis Thorne. He was once with the Miami FC. And Thorne was... Uh, he was a interesting player. The 28-year-old was a true right back. He got playing time, obviously. He got up and down pretty decently. But the former Tormenta star last time, if you're wondering, why do I know that name? It's because he was on the team that beat Legion uh, back in 2022. Um. He got a little bit of time playing right wing. It happened from time to time. He played a little bit of right center mid, played right right wing back just a little bit. But he feels more to me like a true just right back, right center back kind of guy, much like a Mark Navarro, a little less talented. Um, he's a guy that I could get excited for. He can get up and down the pitch. I really like watching him. He, again, knows the league and... When you're looking at players to play for you, sometimes the best thing is just to be like, okay, he's a he's a decent player. He's a, he can get the job done for you. Not everybody has to be all league, you know. Defensively, he was solid. Um, not the best player, not the worst player, just a solid player. I think that uh, the Curtis Thorne could be a good pickup for Legion. I like the League One. Grand, we're getting, we'd be getting him from Miami, but I love the League One, uh, the championship pipeline. I think it's something that Legion need to tap into big time. Um, with that, Resart Rama is not League One, but Resart Rama is a guy who will be in, from the Canadian Premier League, and Rama is incredible. I don't know how it's going to translate to the USL, but I love the look of this guy. Um, Rezar is, he does all the stuff that you want defensively. He can get up and down the pitch like no one's business. And I like just kind of what he brings. He is a right, he's a right wing back's right wing back. If you want someone who's young, who maybe you can sell on a little bit, he can do that. This guy was someone who went through Olympiacos. He was with the Albanian national team. He went through uh, Nottingham Forest. Um, then he ended up at Forge. Yes, you'd have to use an international slot on him, but kind of who cares? Um, the biggest thing to me with Red Art Rama is your kind of what I love to look at with a right wing back in a Tommy Stone system 
is how does he pass the ball? And his crosses are not as accurate as you would like, but his short passes are fantastic. Um, he is a really accurate short passer, and I think that goes a long way, especially with how the right winger and the right back often interact in a Tommy Stone system. I think that this would be a perfect fit for this team. I love the way Rosart Rama looks. The 23-year-old could be a real star in the USL, and I believe that. So that's another guy to check out. And uh, finally, for the last um, like kind of right-back player that I'm looking at here is uh, Hector uh, uh, Acosta. And he's a guy that's coming will be coming over from our uh oh gosh. Oh my gosh, what are their names? Charlotte Independence. Goodness gracious, Kaylor. Another like 23-year-old who got a good bit of time. He's a center back more than anything, but I think that he could be good depth for us. He was really just a right center back, but he got a little bit of time at right back. What I really, really liked out of him whenever I was just kind of doing my little searching. Again, really, really good passer. I loved the way that he passed under pressure. I thought he was great in that sense. He got up and down a little bit. He was a bit of a force in the um, in the box. You know, he... He at least caused chaos, and he was known to get an assist or two. He he wasn't uncomfortable with the ball at his feet. There's a lot of goalkeepers, goalkeepers, center backs, right, uh, just kind of backline players, that they look uncomfortable with the ball at their feet. He's not one. He would be great center back depth. I think that would be absolutely fantastic for us to pick up. Now, I want to talk a bit about kind of the issues with this team and how it's right now um defensively i think that this team is solid other than not really having a right back but that's fine we're gonna get one in the midfield this is where things get hairy things get really really hairy um like who do you play where Matthew Corcoran is a great player. I don't know if you play him solo as a central defensive midfielder. He's not really a true six. If you're wondering what a true six looks like, I would say a Mikey Lopez or a Anderson Asiadu. I think those are kind of guys that you look at and say, hey, this is uh, like a true defensive midfielder really can just put in the crunching tackle. Matthew can do that, but he likes, I like his passing more, but he's not a true number 10 or a true number eight to me. It kind of floats in between a six and an eight, which I think if we stick to this four, one, four, one, that Legion were doing last year, where at the end of the season, where you kind of had Enzo Martinez or Mikey Lopez playing as the deeper player and allowed Pasher and, um, oh gosh, who, was el- who else was playing over there? Uh, oh, Juan Aguadelo and letting them run through and play the ball to them. I think that could work well, but 
it also takes away from having guys like Enzo involved in the attack. Which I'm a little sick of the like is Enzo washed when he had like ten goals last season. He was a double digit goal scorer. Like, no, absolutely not. I'm sick of that kind of idea being thrown out there. But what I really want to see here is more of just I I want to see someone come in and really take over and be the defensive midfielder. And I think that there is one guy that is for this. And this is not to take over Matthew Corcoran's spot. I think having him move a little farther up or let him be a part of a double pivot like we did last year and have go back to the 4-2-3-1, which I know in years past was like, whoa, how, how dare you say that? We we don't like the 4-2-3-1 the something. Um, I think it works well with this team. I think it's a really good fit. Um, but I'm talking about Chris Heckenberg, and Chris Heckenberg is someone who could play literally anywhere you want in the midfield, but I love him defensively. He was a guy that was with Tormenta last year. He was there a couple of years ago with when they beat us, and he is the defensive midfielder of your dreams. He puts in crunching tackles. He loves to be on the ball. He can distribute the ball like crazy. You want him to run over to right back? Cool. You want to play a little bit of left mid? Sure. You want to just stick him deep and say, hey, pal, you're playing defensive midfielder all by yourself? Yes. He does it all. He does it all. Chris Heckenberg is the one player on this list that I want you to circle and say, if if Legion... Don't get this guy. If someone in the USL Championship gets this guy, I'm disappointed. Now, I would not be overly surprised if the Australian goes back and plays in the A-League. He seems like a guy who would be great for that. But Chris Heckenberg is... Like, I Legion need to sign him. (laughs) His game will translate, I promise. And... He, like I said, he does all the stuff you want passing. He does all the stuff that you want defensively. And he gets the assist. He hasn't popped up with goals, but you don't need that out of a defensive midfielder. And what this would allow him to do, what he would do is allow Matthew Corcoran to move up a little bit farther. If you say, once I have Matthew Corcoran uh, playing aside a Tyler Pasher or aside an Enzo Martinez and he can play them in and be a deeper lying passer, I think that is the perfect role for him. I think signing a true defensive midfielder, and yes, we do have Mikey Lopez. I totally understand that. But I hate saying this, but you also have to say, will Mikey be healthy? don't know and that sucks that really sucks to say I hate that hurt me to say but we don't know if he'll be healthy and we need someone that we can can kind of trust in this Chris Heckenberg is that guy I think that he is a must-sign player he will allow Matthew Corcoran to do his thing it will allow other players like Enzo like maybe your Tyler Bashers maybe guys like Prosper Kasim, who was asked to play central midfield. 
it will allow them to go out and play their game. I like Chris Heckenberg. I think that he is a guy that Legion need to sign yesterday. I hope they do. Um, it, that's a name to keep an eye on. If someone that is a Legion rival signs him, be a little bit upset. <laughs> anyway. Um, another guy that I just want to throw out here just real fast is, or two more, Adrian Bilhart. Adrian Bilhart is a guy that was at Detroit City, um, but he was also with, yes, Tormenta, um, which if you're like, why do you keep mentioning uh, Tormenta? Keep in mind that the team that beat Legion 2-0 in the U.S. Open Cup won the uh, won USL League 1 and was incredible at doing so. Adrian Bilhart, he can kind of play anywhere. Do you want you can play him as a cam, as a central attacking midfielder. You can play him as a striker. You can play him as a right winger. You can play him as a right midfielder. You can play him. He has a weird amount of time at like left wing back or left wing. He is a prototypical Tommy Stone. Just play him anywhere. He's primarily a left sided player, but I think that if you wanted to play him as a true cam and say we'll have him here and maybe we'll just you know play everybody else around him i think it'd work um adrian bilhart if you want to sign a cam i think that he'd be the one to go after it um another one is going to be zico lewis um zico lewis is a guy who was with uh sacramento last year as far as i know has not re-signed I really like the look of Zico Lewis. He's been around for a while now, the 29-year-old. He kind of plays like the right mid area. That's where he plays. But he can truly play anywhere in your midfield, your your left mid, your right mid, your central attacking mid, and even a little bit of striker. Um, he gets regular international time with Bermuda, or Bermuda. And I think that he's a guy that Legion could really focus in on and say, hey, we want you to be our central attacking midfielder. If you want that to be the thing, I think that would be a good role for Legion. I would be super excited if he's the one that gets picked up. If we're looking for another striker, um, which we 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 are, um, Tabor Attack of Preston's great, but you don't have another one on the, the, the roster, unfortunately. Right. And... I think there is a player who's been in the league forever that I think could be a really nice backup or even a starter, and that's Dario Suarez. Another guy that was at Detroit City, I get it. But when he played for Tulsa, he was an absolute talisman. He got goals for fun. Like, wasn't long ago that he was getting eight goals a season, ten goals a season, nine goals a season. And Legion love to play, like, what's the word? Um, goals by committee. And he fits well in that. If you wanted to play a little bit deeper, sure. If you want to be here out-and-out out striker, sure. If you want to play winger, sure. He is truly a striker. He has a great foot on him. But I think Dario Suarez will be a great player just to bring in as a backup. The thing that I keep trying to really bang on the drum is that this Legion team is not far away from competing. If we sign, when we sign a true right back, which, okay, Seth Davis, 
I haven't seen him do it. All I see, all I've seen from him is playing left back. But if Moses Mensah moves over to right back, and you tell me that two are going to be playing at right back, I'm okay with that. Um, I prefer him to play right back because I know his left or his left back because I know his left foot's great. But it's fine. You kind of get what I'm saying. There are there are a lot of great players that you can kind of pick up that can be affordable that I think could really make a difference in this team. You get a true right back into um into this team, it's a good one. So I just kind of just want to just read off uh, if it's okay with you. Um teams basically or like what this roster could look like. Okay. So if I am looking at this team right now and said, what are we running with? If I say we are going to, um, if we're going to be running a 4 1 4 1 like we did at the end of the season, I think you're looking at uh, Tabor Tekka Preston up top. I think that you are looking at maybe Tyler Pasher in the midfield. Okay, sorry. Let me back up. I'm so sorry. I'm thinking here, if we were to play it as today, if we don't make another signing, let's go from the back. Matt Van Oakle or Trevor Spangenberg, either one, they will be the one that will be uh, playing this, uh, obviously, um, goalkeeper position. From there, left back, I'm assuming Moses Mensa, but you also have A.J. Patterson, who is a great player. Vanwell Kavita, Alice Cronale, Mikey Lopez, probably a right back by now, assuming that nothing else happens. Matthew Corcoran at the base of the midfield. Deepin Wigbo playing the left wing. Enzo Martinez, Tyler Pasher, and Matthew Corcoran, like I said, all kind of playing this three center backs that just kind of rotate around. Prosper Kasim over on the right-hand side, and Tabor to take a pressing up top. A lot of you are probably listening to, especially this attack of Deepin Wigbo. Into Martinez, Matthew Corcoran, Tyler Pasher, Rosberg, Seaman, uh, Tabor, and Tekka Preston saying, Oh boy, that's an attack. Yes, it is. It's an incredible attack. And if they make an upgrade on striker, if they even bring in a really good, just kind of backup striker, like a Dario, or if you bring in a, you know, an Albert Dequa, guys like that, and say, Whoa, here we go. Like, it's uh that's a good attack. Uh you can put that up there with anybody in the league. Where you question is your backline depth. Yeah, but even so, if Alex or Fanwell need a sit, if they need a rest, guess what? You can throw in AJ Patterson. If you want to say Moses Mensa goes over to this right hand side, okay, cool. Like Moses Mensa is playing right back and AJ is playing left back. You can do that. If you want to stick Mikey in the middle and have Matthew go up while Enzo rests or somebody else rests, that's great. This team has a lot of flexibility, and really we're a right back away from being a true contender in the East. Don't doom and gloom yet. It's okay. Everything's fine. I believe in this roster. I genuinely believe in this roster. And... Guess what? I believe in Tommy Sohn, too. Last year, there was a lot of Tommy Sohn out. 
I have been hedging that boat before 2023. 2023, I think, submitted the fact that I think that Tommy Stone is the right guy. But I also think that this is the year you have to do it. You have to win at home. And we'll talk about that when we get into preseason expectations. But believe in that base roster because whatever you add on top of it will only make them better. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you all. And uh, yeah, thanks. Until next time, guys. Keep hammering on.